Talk up the team. Talk up the team. And I do what make me happy And nobody can deny me that I'm blessed I might be rough around the edges, maybe yes I keep it nappy And I do what make me happy And nobody can deny me that I'm blessed Self-preservation, self-elevation These kind of these days deserve celebration No hesitation, no reservation Go for the big all right, all right, all right, all right. Definitely, man, want to big up everybody who's in the building today, but definitely got to big up, talk up the thing because it make it special for us to have this session. This session is very big. You know, a lot of people have been asking for these questions. You know, a lot of people ask for this topic itself, you know, and this one is real estate. We want to talk about real estate, the state of real estate right now. But, you know, we, 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 have, we, we have someone in the building to give you all the insight of what's been going on and how you can make sure that you make the right purchase at the right time. But before we even jump into that, we got to make sure that he represent himself. You know, my boy in the in the building, go ahead and represent. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for inviting me. My name is Neville Clark Jr., your local realtor, real estate agent in the Tampa Bay area. Welcome, Real Estate with Nev. Thank you for inviting me to talk up the thing, to talk about real estate. So I'm happy to be here, man. All right, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. But before we jump into the into the topic, man, we gotta make sure that we shut shout out the weekly news, man. And the weekly news, we definitely want to shout out the twenty year anniversary of nine eleven. You know, um, we gotta take a moment of silence. Definitely, it's very important for us to, to always remember those, that day because a lot of people have lost a lot of loved ones, uncle, auntie, cousins. Who we just keep naming it, you know. There's a lot of people passed away during that time. So we like we like to show we like to represent and show our respect for people who the heroes that that fall, man. So definitely, but let's jump into the session, man. And we, I'm so excited to ask my first question to him, and he thinks I'm gonna talk about real estate. But Nev, what brought you? into real estate right because i know you didn't went to college to become a real estate agent yeah you're you're definitely right about that i didn't go to college to be a real estate agent um but i did go to college for business and once you have your head in business real estate have have to come up you know uh business is very broad it's very general i specifically went to college for business marketing and um you know just along that lines Along those lines, real estate just seems to be uh, that business that I always try to educate myself on. You know, even if I wasn't in it right away, I was still on the back end reading, uh, looking at articles online, social media, anything to do with real estate, YouTube videos. So I was always on the back end having an interest for it. Okay, okay. So so how did you feel when you first make your first purchase or, or sell your first home? Oh, my gosh, it was amazing. Um that's coming from where I came from, like right before it, you know, I was working a full time job and everything and I was there for six years and, you know, I was comfortable and uh, I needed to challenge myself and I was put in a position where the pressure was really on me. And, um, you know, I did it. And that first sale felt amazing, you know, just uh, not just the money, neither, just the amazing part of um, walking someone through the whole process and them being happy with their purchase because you know when you purchase real estate you know for some that's a lifelong investment definitely you know what i mean for, for some it's you know a, a little investment a, a amongst many but for some that's a lifelong investment 
So uh, when you have someone that's happy with their purchase and you, and they were comfortable and, you know, it, it could be a headache for a lot of people. So once you have that happy customer, man, it makes you feel good. Definitely. We talk about wh- 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 why people should be happy to, to purchase a home and later on. But how did that make you feel, you know, like to see someone happy, someone smile? You, you allow someone to move into a, a home that they enjoy and they will probably be, build memory in there, you know, having kids, getting married, you know, so on, so on, so on. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, I related to my own family, you know, knowing where my mom came from. You know, I know she was happy when she purchased her home. Um and then, you know, in the field that I worked in, uh, I worked with child care services. So I know the important uh, the importance of growing children in uh, in, in a home in, a, in that type of home environment. So, um, you know, it's very important for children growing up. It, it affects them in many different ways. So um, especially with single moms, you know, I'm. I look, I have special care for them. <laughs> okay. So, so, okay. so like I said, just relating it to my family and my own personal goals and drive. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy to be able to walk someone through that, you know? All right. All right. So I'm going to start off with the people questions now. So the first question people want to know, what is the current real estate market like in Florida? Because I think that right now, man, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, last year or probably 18 months ago when I looked at the market, you know, they were selling a house, the same house that was selling for like 150000 Now they're selling for $250,000 in the state of Florida. So what is the current state right now with real estate in the state of Florida? Well, uh, it's a pretty hot market, generally speaking, right? Uh, when, when, when people usually ask me that question, I, I usually have to come back and ask them like, well, are you a seller or are you a buyer? Because mm. it could be a different answer for you. That's right. You know, um, for is it, right now it's a seller's market, and it's awesome for sellers. You know, the, um, the the demand is high, and the supply is a little low. So for buyers, you know, that means increased prices, lower inventory. The competition is a little harder. But, hey, uh, buyers are still taking advantage of that. Definitely. So and I feel like a lot of buyers, are they still people still buying homes. Yes, right. I, I understand that. But a lot of people are still waiting to see if the market going to crash. Do you see anywhere in the future that the market will crash and go back to the norm? Well, the reason, well, back up a little bit. The reason why buyers are taking advantage are because of low interest rates. Okay. You know, the market is changing because of the current state of our country and the economy. But with that, you know, they're offering historically low interest rates. Which are which is keeping buyers interested. Okay, it might not be a lot of inventory out there, so for sellers, that's driving the prices up. But that's you still have that st- still have to have that 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 good credit score to get that low oh, interest yeah. rate, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, it don't have to be the best credit score, honestly. Um, you know, people are getting loans in the six hundreds. You could qualify for FHA and conventional in the six hundreds. Um, but you do have to have decent credit score. What's you know? what's 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 a, what's a comfortable credit score to have? Comfortable. Well, technically, you could qualify for an FHA loan for five eighty to six hundred. Damn. But you know, I with my clients, I always tell them I, I need you at a six fifty or better to put you in a better position. Because right now in this market, uh, you know, FHA and VA loans are having a tough time. It's definitely not impossible, but you'll be in a lot better position with a conventional loan. You know what I mean? Um, going back to your question about the um, the market crashing, yeah. I, I don't think this market is going to crash. Uh, this market is pretty strong. It, it, it will bend. 
it will bend, but it won't break. So, um, you know, this economy is adjusting to what's going on in the real estate market huh. uh, pretty well. Pretty well. I don't think it will crash. In fact, I think it will improve eventually. Uh, like I said, right now, home prices are high, higher because of the increased demand and the low inventory. So uh, eventually that will balance out. It won't balance out super fast. I think it will happen gradually and slowly. And I think it will happen within it'll start happening within the next year. I'll tell you that. So, 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 so do you feel that is because people are moving from up North who, who, who used to, um, a home that they are buying like a small match, a little box, they paying six, five, 600,000 for a small box and coming down here, getting a big, huge home for half that price. Do you feel like people are coming down here to purchase house and they are the one that's buying the house at a high rate? Uh, honestly, it's a, it's a lot of different type of buyers out there. Just being in this business, I've seen a lot of different consumers. Uh, yes, you're partially right. A lot of consumers are coming from out of state. You know, they're in states where the cost of living is higher, and they're taking advantage of new opportunities that this country is allowing uh, as far as cryptocurrency, new investments, and, and the low interest rates. You know, I know uh, COVID has affected a lot of these things, but, um, you know, some some great opportunities it, opportunities are coming from it. You know, I personally have had clients from California, New York, Alaska, you know, um, from all over the country, and they're fully taking advantage of what's going on right now. So, um, I mean, prices are going are, are higher, but the buyers are still here. Definitely, so they're still definitely. here for a reason, right? <laughs> definitely. So, so being a real estate agent, right, just selling people home. Other than that, right, how, how are you taking advantage of this market um, by purchasing and investing? Are you, are you, are you, do you, have you started doing any of that yet? Uh, no, not for me, not yet. Um, I'm, I'm just a year and a half into this real estate uh, being an agent and realtor. So uh, I'm doing much learning uh, myself. But uh, along the way, you know, I'm helping people achieve their real estate goals. You know, I might not be in position to do so, but I'm, you know, I, I have the same goals just like everybody else that I'm helping. All right. You know, right. I, I don't want people to get the connotation that real, realtors themselves have it all together themselves just because they know everything and 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 helping people achieve those goals. We're on the same path as you. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's, it's not easier for us just because we know the information, you know. So um, so so so, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just focusing my goals on helping people. And figuring out their situation and continuing feeding myself with education because this market is forever changing. Every there's something new to learn in this market every year. Like for example, um, a lot of people are taking advantage of cryptocurrency. Now you could use that to qualify for a loan. You know that's something that a realtor won't wouldn't be learning in the next uh, in the past couple years. In, in the past couple years, realtors doesn't learn that. But now, you know. Realtors have to take advantage and learn that information to be able to uh, service those people. All right, all right. So, so j just just like buyers, right? Buyers are competing for homes, and I and I'm pretty sure that there are, there are realtors out there competing to sell homes, right? So, what are some of your what so some of your good uh, market tactics that you are using to make you great in the in the market field? Uh, it's a lot of realtors out there. Uh, it's more realtors are being added every day. Um, so you definitely have to differentiate yourself from other realtors. So uh, as far as my marketing, you know, uh, I rely heavy on my strong sphere of influence, building that strong network. 
Um, I know a lot of people. I have a lot of roots here in Tampa and throughout Florida in general. You know, I grew up in South Florida, Hollywood, Florida, and then, you know, I, I went to college here in Tampa. Uh, I worked professionally here in Tampa and have continued my career here in Tampa. So, um, you know, I worked in a community here in Tampa, so I have a pretty strong sphere of influence, people that believe in me, support me, and know that I, I do what's best for the people. So, uh, you know, I, I focus a lot on building that. Um, outside of that, uh, a lot of social media, um, I driving traffic to, through my website, making a lot of calls, taking advantage of my recent sales, uh, phone calls. Honestly, uh, there's there's nothing that every day you, you, you have to prospect for new leads, for new, for new business, you know. Uh, there's so much people in this world that everybody has to live somewhere. So if if somebody knows somebody that needs to buy a house. So, um, man, I, I just focus on service service first, helping people first. You know, um, I give my business cards to as much people a, a, as possible, as much hands um, a, as I could touch. So, uh, so, yeah, and then once you do buy, right by, you know, your people, they'll do right by you. They'll refer you and and. Before you know it, you have a strictly referral business to where you don't have to do much marketing. People are just word of mouth telling people about how good of a service you are. So um, so as far as marketing for, for, for clients and leads, uh, it, there's a lot of different tactics that I use. Uh, it, it just depends on, on what I'm going for at that moment as well. Sometimes I might, I'll farm certain areas. Like if I just sold a house in a certain area, I'll focus on that area a little bit more to try to get more business out of there. Because if a home just sold in your area, you live down the street, you know, you're probably that nosy neighbor that's going to say, I wonder what their house sold for. I wonder what I could sell my house for. Yeah. And then I could be right there of service to you. Cause I already know the neighborhood. I just sold a house in your neighborhood. That, that might influence people to sell their house. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Someone said, Oh, I, I bought this house 15 years ago. I pay a hundred thousand for it. Oh, Oh, Josh just sold his house up there for, right. I um, just bought a house up there for, um, for two fifty, right? Oh, that and, mean I could get two fifty for my house. And in this current market, anything's possible. Like literally, you could get more than you thought. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so sometimes, man, I, I I play stocks. I'm in the stock market, right? So I always look at like look at the market when the market fall and when the market just 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 fly to the sky, right? So I think that. What do you think for, for people right now? To, should people be buying now or waiting? Do you feel like the market is going to change anytime soon? Uh, I do not see a, a, a reason to, to wait. Uh, when it comes to real estate, there is no reason to wait. Uh, what I like to tell people is base it off your specific circumstances. You know, in, in, your, Christine. in your specific situation, can you purchase a home? You know, you're going to use the outside market factors as a way to strategize through the market and see how you could go about strategizing to purchasing your home or selling your home. But um, I don't think a person should rely 100% on the market factors to determine whether they should wait now or, or, or later because, honestly, you could be losing equity. Um, no matter how high the home prices are, there's a big difference between buying now and a year later. Got you. That's, so, so, that's, that's so, a lot of equity you just lost. So, 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 a lot of people probably would say right now you are saying that because you're a realtor and you're I trying know. to sell a house. I know. So, how do you reply back to those people? Uh, I, I just try to give, give them the facts. You know, I try to give them examples. You know, for example, 
Um, you know, I have a, I have plenty of clients that said they wanted to wait be, uh, for the home prices to go, go down. And, you know, I tell them straight up, I don't think the home prices are going down uh, right now. You know, I had a client last year who bought a house for this amount and, you know, he decided Florida wasn't for him. So he's selling his house. You should see what, it, what he's selling it for a lot more. So so you're actually paying to wait, you know, that equity that you're losing, you know, honestly, it, it, it makes sense, you know, when you think about it, because in this year that you're waiting, you're, you're literally going to weigh, going to throw away how much you whatever, how much you uh, pay in rent. You're literally throwing that money away. That money is not coming back to you. So no matter how high or high low home prices are right now, if you buy right now, a year later, you, st- you built equity. You built equity. That that equity is more than zero. That's right. So that's right. so that's the try. That's the example I try to uh, give people who 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 wants to wait. So you, I, it I, could cost you to wait. I I think sometimes people, you know, not not everyone got it like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people right. have their last and they put it on a house. Right. You know, and then um some people some people that's, are that's, scared. That's, that's why I said based on your individual circumstance, are you in position to buy a home? Do you got money saved? Is your credit good? Do you have consistent income? You know, do you have a strategy for your real estate goals? What type of real estate goals do you have? What type of home do you want to buy? You know, if you have those answers, if you have those uh, questions answered, you you're in position to you're in position to buy a home. So, um, you know, waiting for home prices to go cheaper, uh, there there's there's no point in that. Honestly, based on your individual circumstances, if you have to build your credit, if you have to build your savings, if you have to. Uh, get some consistent income going, then yes, I, I believe you should wait uh, and kind of use the outside market factors as a way to strategize yourself through the market. But right now, buyers got to come with it. They got to come with their money. Uh, it's a seller's market and they can sell, sellers can sell for whatever they mar- want right now. Okay, and th- that brings me to my next question, right? So why is there currently a betting war over each listing right now? Because you hear a lot of people crying like, hey man, this is my fourth house that, that I've, that I've, I have, I've, put an offer down on it and I didn't get that house, you know, like, and so people are, some people are giving up, you know? Um, so why is that? Why do you feel like there's a betting war over each listing? Oh, uh, it's a bidding war because, um, you know, what I've been saying, the inventory is low and the demand is still high. So it's like literally 30 people making offers on one house, you know? Um, obviously the higher your price range, you'll get less people, like less competition, the higher your price range. But if you're in the median price range, you're gonna have some competition. The the uh, the inventory is pretty low right now. I think it's about two and a half months behind. So um, you know, and with the inventory being low, that drive prices up. If you got thirty people bidding on one, if you got thirty people bidding on one house, you know, and you listed it for this amount, you know, you're you're gonna get that amount or so or more. So- as a real estate agent, so let, let's take a look at it, right? Someone just lists a house for 200000 in a nice neighborhood, right? right. So, okay, I want to buy the house. And I come to you, I'm like, man, I want that house really bad. What would be the price you would tell me to put down on the house to get that house? To put down as a down payment? Yep. No, no, no. Offer. The offer for oh, the, the house. the offer? Yep. Um, well, it's... it's it's not as easy as a question as you think, you know, individually, you know, I have to know, you know, what your parameters are financially, you know, how much money you have saved. But I really want the house. Yeah. But are you going to step out of your parameters financially? You really want the house. And you, and you told me your, t- your budget monthly was 1200. 
are you going to be willing to pay 1400 a month for this? You know? So, so me as an agent, I pay a lot of attention to what my buyers can afford. If, if I have a buyer, I pay a, a lot of attention to their money, their income, what they can afford, because you don't want to be house poor. You probably really can afford this, but after paying your, your, your mortgage, like what else can you do? You know what I mean? So I want to make sure you're in a comfortable spot to where after you pay your mortgage, you can still, um, you know, put your expenses into other yeah, places. Definitely, you know definitely. So that could be very specific to every individual. You know what I mean? If you're an investor and I know that, you know, um, it, it, it depends on you and your interest level and comfort level as well. So it's a combination of a lot of things standing within your parameters, your comfort level, your real estate goals. Because if you have, uh, you and this person can have totally different real estate goals. You could be an investor. This person can be just looking for a house for their family. You know, uh, that could change the way how you strategize as far as making offers. So, so, so can you just look at a neighborhood, look at a house and be like, you know what? This house is going to go for this much. Uh, with, with a little bit of research, you got to do a little bit of deep diving. You know, uh, the market changed, has changed drastically in the past few years. You know what I mean? So uh, usually when you want to tr try to find a good value of a house, you want to look at what's the recent activity in that area. Well, what, what do the recently uh, sold homes, that's, uh, well, what do they look like? Uh, are they similar to your subject property? How much do they sell for? Are they in better condition or worse condition than yours? Uh, are they in better condition or worse condition than yours? So uh, you want to look at similar properties of the recently sold to determine how much you could possibly sell your home for. So if you're selling a house that's uh, 2,000 square feet, three bedrooms, two, two bath, you want to look at the properties that's recently be, been sold in the past three, six months that's also a three, two around that same squidage around that same square footage um, that's probably been built around the same year as well. So you want to find a property that's similar to kind of compare to see what you could possibly uh, sell your home for. But in so, this market, we've been dealing with a lot of appraisal issues. You know, when, 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 when you're going through a loan, you have to get an appraisal. And an appraisal will tell you a true value of your home. What if someone show up cash? What was that? What if someone show up cash with... Show up cash to buy the house. Oh, you don't have to worry about appraisal. So, so, so that's why sellers, uh, cash is king. Cash okay. is king. So if you have cash, the more money you have, the more uh, you put yourself in position to win offers. All okay. right. Okay. And, and that's straight up. Uh, in a normal market, with my buyers, I'm able to negotiate lower closing costs and, and, and lower down payments and stuff like that. But right now in this market, it's, it's a little bit harder. So buyers definitely have to come with it. It's not impossible. It's just harder. A lot harder. So buyers really have to come prepared. So, so, so do you think that the market price are sustainable long term? Um, I don't think the inventory is sustainable long term. But price, prices go up and down. You know, they, they, they evolve with the market, with the, with the economy, what's going on in our country. So, um, you know, prices go up and down every day, B. <laughs> no, that's true. So, that's true. So, so, so um, you know, our country, our market is are always able to adjust. Tampa is a pretty strong market. So um, I, I see Tampa market being very flexible. 
Um, I, I do think there needs to be a big change with the inventory that we have. And, um, you know, people need to start selling their homes a little bit more. <laughs> but I think uh, it, it'll get better gradually. All right. So I was doing a little bit of research and um, just to see what the comparison of prices in Florida to New York to New Jersey to, to just take a look at different state. And it, it, the, from what I came from that is that it seems like research have shown me that that houses in Florida are overpriced 20 percent more than other state. What would you have to say about that? To be honest, shoot, probably more than that in certain areas. I just want to thank y'all for listening. Right now, we're going to take a quick break in the podcast and let you know about Anchor. We'll be back right after this. Um, buyers, I, I know home prices are up more, are, are being driven up right now, but there's a reason we still have a lot of buyers. There is a reason. You know what I mean? Things, there's not that much buyers that are dumb. You know what I mean? There's a good reason why we still have a lot of buyers. They're taking advantage of these low mortgage rates. Okay. Okay. So that's all it is. <laughs> okay. So 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 let's talk about the, the the low mortgage rates. Okay. So so right now, um, say the, the mortgage interest rate right now. Let's say it's about what, two point nine. Uh, in the past year, I've seen from two point five to three point five. Okay. All right. So so let's say someone get get a two point five, but they they purchase a home for let's say four hundred thousand dollars, right? And um, even though the yes, it will your interest rate is much lower. But if the market decide to crash a year from now and houses demand come down, then you kind of stuck with your house because you can't sell your house for lower than you pay for it because the market come down. Right. So like so, f- the biggest question I have for you is like where I want to jump into is the risk for small investor, right? So for an investor, right? Um, what is the risk? For small investors that are that are that are investing in homes and taking the risk on those homes and hoping to make a return from it, um, for small investors, I say right now um, the biggest risk is being outmaneuvered by more experienced investors. Uh, I think that's the biggest risk right now. And um, number two, uh, with this market to be in the way it is, you kind of have to move quick. You know, because uh, like I said, there's a lot of competition out there and they're pretty quick as well. So with, with, with younger amateur investors, um, not understanding how quick you have to move. And then sometimes you'll move too quick and you don't want to make a mistake, especially on investments. And, and, and then the investment doesn't work out making you as much money as you thought. So you definitely want to do your research and not skip certain steps in, in, in your investment process. But uh, overall, I think the biggest risk is just being outmaneuvered by more seasoned investors because they know what the game is. They know how this market changes, so they prepare whether it's a down market or up market. They're ready to take advantage for it, you know, versus uh, amateur investors. You know, they might not necessarily have the full capital or necessarily understand how quick they really do have to move or understand how... Um, how they need to have certain resources in order to ensure this investment goes through smoothly. Okay, you know okay, I mean? okay. So, like, 
uh, investors are doing a lot. I put a lot of money in there to, to get a lot of return because the market is hot. But there's something else that that been going hot for a while, and that's the Airbnb market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you think that do you think that will get better, or do you think that you might see a, a change with that regarding to because th- that's taking away money from people who have these hotels, right? Because a lot of people are tend to be like, you know what, man, I'm not, I'm getting that Airbnb because you could, you could get an Airbnb with a two bedroom and a whole living room, and you could have a whole crew sleeping in there right. you could get a hotel and spending two hundred dollars you could spend the same two hundred dollars for a whole airbnb right so like five people or something. yeah right so 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 where do you see that going for airbnb uh airbnb is awesome uh like any investment there are a certain number of, of risk involved especially with what's going on in our country right now but airbnb has the potential to earn plenty more money than a regular annual tenant You know, uh, you could definitely get a group of people from out of town and, you know, you can make more than a month in two weeks. You know, what what you would charge in a normal annual tenant, Um, especially if you're in a city that's developing and continuously growing, such as Tampa. You know, Tampa has a lot to look forward to. You know, it's a a continuously developing and growing city as far as their sports and entertainment and 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 and. and, art and music and, and, you know, our school and, and, and entertainment that we have here with Bush Gardens, Adventure Island, uh, the, our sports team. So, and job opportunities and continually developing new places to live. Uh, Tampa is a growing and developing place. So if you have an Airbnb in a place like that, I mean, the opportunities for you are pretty much endless. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, but like I said, there's risk involved with pretty much anything any investment. So I know a lot of people that had Airbnbs, especially in the beginning of this COVID, you know, a lot of people wasn't traveling. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people were stuck with more mortgages for a few months, but um, it picked back up pretty quickly, honestly. Okay. okay. I was just actually on the phone. We went on my boy and he's doing this um, traveling nurse um, thing, right? So he's yeah. out there, you know, you, you're making that money, but, also, you still got to find yourself a, a place to stay, right. you know, and he said he went to go check on um, an Airbnb for the month and they was charging him $2,000 and he's not in the city where we're like, you know, like you could just get to things real fast. That's 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 in like in the boondocks, you know, so like he's paying two grand just to just just for an Airbnb spot, a one bedroom, a living room and a kitchen, you know, what I'm saying like in a place like call it downtown um downtown tampa how much do you think uh, airbnb will go for per month uh it's, it's it's hard to say it has a lot to do with the location and, and stuff like you said how, how long was it stay he was staying for a month it was two Man. grand for the month yep uh to me that's not bad no that that's what i said i'm like that's not bad you know what I'm saying? That's not really bad. Yeah, you know, you're paying a little bit more for convenience. I mean, but what place are you going to get for only a month? You know, you can't go into go to a private owner and like, oh, let me uh, rent your house out or let me rent your townhome out for a month. You definitely can't do that. That's right. You can't even go to the hotel, right? Like, okay, let me get. Let me, I'm renting this hotel for a yeah. month. Yeah, probably some specific hotels, but you probably spend four grand more. Right, a lot yeah, more. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So that's. So that's pretty good, and it, and it works well for the Airbnb uh, owner as well because, you know, in a market where they 
probably could charge 900 to 1200 for um you know for that unit or whatever it is you know they just made 2000 in a month you know uh i just i just closed on a duplex not too long ago over here behind bush gardens and uh my buyer she's fixing up one side and once the other tenant moves out she's going to fix up the other side she's already starting getting getting uh airbnb requests you should see the numbers on that <laughs> all right that's that's on dope man that's so dope i like i like when people I'm are doing big and better numbers things with you after <laughs> i ain't gonna say too much numbers on here so so um so my next question for you so do you believe that it may be better time for people to buy versus rent so you think that this is the best time for people to buy versus what like when you're looking at the market right now do you think that people who are not in the financial state should more rent than buy um rent versus buy as I said before, you have to base it on your individual circumstance. You know, some people probably aren't in the circumstances to buy a home. They don't have money saved. They don't have the credit or they don't have the income, you know, or too much expenses, which will kill your debt to income. Or maybe ratio. a stable job. Right, right. That's that's the income part. So, um, I mean, so for some people, it is better to rent right now until they build themselves up, until they're in the position to own a home. But if you're in a position to own a home, it's never a good idea to continue renting. You're throwing away money. Mm. That, that's all I can tell you. You're throwing away money. A, a year you use to throw away money, you could have used that year to build equity. No matter how little that equity was, it's better than zero. All right. So, so the big question everybody want to know, right? Because I feel like a lot of people want to know, how do you... How do you buy real estate in 2021 with no money? That's that, that, that's <laughs> <laughs> that question there. Uh, all right. The important part of that question is right now, 2021, it, it's, it's, it's very possible to buy with no money down real estate. And how is that? Right. So there's this thing called wholesale real estate. Well, basically, you're flipping the contracts of the real estate transactions. You know, um, as a wholesaler, you find someone that wants to sell their home, a motivated buyer, a motivated seller, I'm sorry, a motivated seller that wants to sell their home. And what I mean by motivated, that they're more pressed about the time versus how much they're selling for. Right now, they don't care about making the most money from selling their house, Right. So that's where you as a wholesaler can come in and offer a pretty discounted amount to, to purchase that purchase the property. So then you could go on the contract and fill out a contract and execute a contract with that seller for X amount. But then you have 30 days to find another suitable buyer that really wants to buy this house for whatever about, uh, amount you want under the amount that you have it on the contract for. I know it sounds so confusing. But, but basically, once that wholesaler have a suitable buyer, they're basically the middleman. So they're just flipping the contract, and the difference of that is called an assignment fee. And then that fee goes directly to them. It, it, at any time, it could be 1000 2000 10000 20000 You know, it really depends on how much you get that discounted property for. So there is a way. There is definitely a way if you're into, in, into that. That's a pretty saturated uh, market right there. But as far as a regular home buyer, whether they're trying to buy a home for their family or just a 
investment or anything like that, buying with no money down is pretty difficult right now. Uh, it's not impossible, but it's pretty difficult. In a normal market, you know, I've negotiated deals for my buyers to where they didn't have to pay closing costs. Um, they didn't have to pay down payment. And they pretty much came to the closing table with nothing down. You know, uh, I've negotiated that for my buyers before. However, in this market, it is a lot difficult, you know, uh, with the increased demand and the low supply. It, it is very difficult. Uh, sellers are looking for the uh, best buyers right now. And more than likely, the best buyers are going to have the most money. Okay, okay, okay. I, th- I think that a lot of time people people want to know that you know g- give give me everything on the table let me look at it right you know let me make that decision you know I rather have everything on the table so I can make those decisions because it's 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 always better like that you know when you give me one 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 option and I have nothing to work with but that one option but you give me many uh, you get you give me um a, a wide range to look at and be like okay okay I know I'm qualified for that I'm qualified for that I can't work at that you know so. For everybody who is coming to you, right? Uh, um, what what is one of the biggest what what is one of the biggest thing problem you are having with your buyers right now? Um, what is one of the biggest problem you are having with your buyers? Biggest problem? Um, well, to me, no buyer is really a problem. Uh, it's just getting them to understand the market. You know, uh, it's not a normal market by far. So, um, you know, buyers have to come with it. And sometimes that could be a little bit frustrating. They're not necessarily in the exact position to even qualify for a loan. And then when they do qualify for a loan, you know, um, the market is the way it is. You know, um, right now we've, we're experiencing a high number of overappraised homes. You know, we're making offer on, on, on higher offers on homes. So now... Their, the homes are under appraising. So that's bringing up appraisal issues. So with that being said, the more cash a buyer has, the more they can most likely close a loan. Uh, I mean, close the transaction to cover that appraisal gap. So, um, I mean, I, honestly, for buyers, it could get pretty discouraging right now. You know, and whether they're not in position to actually buy the home or whether they're in position but they have so much competition. So people are making offers, a lot of offers, and aren't necessarily getting the offers. But, you know, my advice to you guys is just, you know, continue to have faith and, and, and stick it out and put your best foot forward. Forward. The longer you're in the market to buy a home, the, you know, and, you know, it's not too working out for you right now, just, just stay motivated, continue saving money to make your situation better, continue building your credit, and, you know, uh, continue putting offers out there. And you you will get something. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a real estate agent neither, but I do believe that um, if you're in position to buy, you definitely should. Uh, it, there's no point in waiting. Uh, you want to start building equity as fast as possible, and then when you and and then when you get there, you want to bring down and and delete your you you want to bring up your equity as much as possible. So so um, I mean o- overall. Buyers just mentally just have to be uh, not discouraged when those type of things come up. Okay, so so the big question now for you, where do never go from here? Uh, shoot, 
It's a broad question. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you in the mar- you, so you're definitely in the game now. You're in the real estate game. This is how you eat. This is this is this this is your long term plan. This is what you're gonna use to to make money to eventually right, right, start right. investing. Okay. You know, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. For me, um, I'm finishing up year two, so um, for me, I'm just. I was focusing on making every year better than the last. So mm-hmm. that first year, it was it was pretty straight. It was pretty good, um, and I'm already seeing that I'm surpassing my numbers from my first year, and um, so so I just want to continue to build on that, continue and feeding myself the education to help my clients because this market is forever changing and it's, and it's going to keep changing every year. There's going to be new rules, new parameters, new new laws, and and, and stuff that's going to be involved in this real estate market so um continuing to educate myself and um you know getting to where i need to be to invest for myself as well and the main thing bro the main thing i really focus on is just helping people service service first service first because uh a lot of realtors get that negative connotation that we just in it for the money you know we don't have your best interests we just want our paycheck at the end of the day. But, you know, uh, I kind of learned that coming in and I decided to focus on my business on service first. You know, uh, I love helping my people, my friends, my colleagues, my family. Uh, I love putting in a, putting them in position to succeed. Whether you want to be an investor, I want to help you accomplish those real estate goals, whether you're an amateur or, or, or an experienced investor. You know, uh, my job is is to continue learning for you or you're trying to purchase a home for you and your family. Um, you know, uh, I grew up with my mom, so I know everything she went through coming from a different country, coming from Jamaica and everything like that. A lot of people try to take advantage, try to scam and just try to uh, not give her the best foot forward. So, um, you know, I have special care for, you know, my moms, my single moms, my older um my older moms and things like that. So um, I just try to focus my business on folk, uh, on service first, educating them along the way because that's very important, uh, having consumers that are comfortable with the knowledge that you're giving them and they understand that the education they're receiving is, is going to help them in their process. So um, for, for me, it's continuing to build on this every day. I hope I get more opportunities to just talk up the ting, you know what I mean? And so, so I could share my education with everybody. All right, good. So, um, definitely, man, we always welcome. But um, the big question for the people out there who are looking at you and they're inspired by you, what what is the process to become a realtor, and how much did it cost you out your pocket to to get to that stage? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's gonna cost you some money. Um, it's gonna cost you some money in the beginning, but trust me, it ain't the most expensive thing. Um, you know, you want to start by cheaper than a car, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you, you want to start by taking a class in your local area. Um, me myself, I went to Tampa school of real estate and, um, I did a in-person class. They have in-person classes, online classes. I think you could sign up for a six to eight week class for about 300 or less. And then after that, once you complete the class, you do a class test and then you do, you sign up, get ready for your you register for your state exam, your state board exam, uh, which they have to have your fingerprints and you have to register that that'll cost a little bit of money. And then you try to pass that. The the numbers on realtors passing their f- first time 
it's like less than 50%. Yeah, uh, around 50% or less, a little bit less. But um, so I, I was lucky enough to pass my first time. I was not playing. I studied my, my, my butt off. That's that USF education. Yeah, yeah. I had to go back to that a little bit. <laughs> they lied, but USF stand for you stay forever. No, <laughs> no, no. Nah, four years and out. But um, yeah, I had to get my study grind back on, um, I, and I was grateful enough to pass my first time. But um, it, it doesn't matter whether you pass your first time or not. It does. It really doesn't matter. I know the best realtors I know uh, took the test four times. I swear to God. So um, yeah, after you pass your state test, you know you want to bo- join a board association. You know that's gonna cost some money, uh, maybe uh, over a band. Or whatever association you in, and, and and yeah, and then you find a gro- a brokerage to hang your license with. You know, you want to ch- find a trusted brokerage that's going to help you grow, that's going to help you uh, grow in your business, grow as a person, and uh, have great mentorship, and you know that'll look out for their agents that support their agents hundred percent. So yeah, so uh, my name is Neville Clark, real estate with Nev. I am an agent with Impact Realty Tampa Bay out here in the Tampa Bay and surrounding areas. I also have extended my association to Broward, Dade, and Port St. Lucie and Palm Beach counties as well. All right, you hear the man, you hear the man. He's out here doing it, man. And my, 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 my thoughts for, for a lot of y'all who are looking to buy a house and you are not ready for it, you know, don't purchase something that you're not ready for, you know. Uh, I think that sometimes sometime you got you to gotta crawl before you walk, you know. I, I know we see a lot of things on social media and we be like, you know, man, he got that house. How did he get that house? Don't watch other people because you don't know what they're doing in life. Facts. You know, you got to watch yourself. You got you to gotta focus on yourself. You got to set goals. And how do you do that you got to make sure that you set either every every quarter you have a goal to make sure you are meeting these goals if you are renting right now you want to make sure that okay i'm saving this towards um down payment one of the biggest things that i do as a person um i put forth money even though i i I own i own my own i still put for money in the account to make sure that that money is going into the account, so that mean if for rainy days, if rainy day happen, I could always say I got a, I got a year of mortgage right here. You get what I'm saying? So so you so you as people out there who are saying that you want to purchase, make sure that you sit down and make sure you take a look at your finance. Make sure you make sure you're ready for that next step. You can't be going out and spending all this money and saying that you want you want to achieve something. It's kind of like you say you want to buy a new car, but you're not saving for that car. You know, it's not going to appear on its own. But I don't want to talk you off man i just want to make sure that you guys are making goals and make sure you are meeting those goals Correct. and and if you're looking for a realtor neville is here you could always reach out to neville you know what i'm saying neville is definitely if neville you want to go ahead and plug yourself drop your information on here so people can know exactly how they can find you and how they how they can get in touch with you because a lot of people are getting the houses right now and the market right. is hot right right definitely definitely uh thank you dre like i said thank you for having me talk up to ting make sure y'all tune in on every episode uh, this man, Dre, is doing his thing, man. I knew him since college, so, you know, much love for inviting me on the show and having me here to express my knowledge and and, and, and education and allowing me to get more business. Um, but like you said, man, everything comes with careful planning, you know. Uh, you definitely want to be prepared. You, uh, you know, what I do is if you're a buyer, you know, we're going to sit down. We're going to have that talk. I want to learn about your goals and, 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 and you as a person so I can know how to best serve you. 
I'm going to tell you all your expectations, how much money you need, and and how we're going to maneuver. We're going to put it together a plan and how we're going to maneuver to this through this real estate market. If you're not ready now, don't worry. We're going to put together a a a, a three month plan, a six month plan, a nine month plan, a year plan. It doesn't matter. I'm with you until you purchase that home, even after that, because you might not stop there. Whether you're an investor or or, or a person just looking for a a home for your family, so um. So yeah, so please reach out again. My name is Neville Clark Jr. I'm a local real estate agent with Impact Realty Tampa Bay. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Nev underscore underscore Real Estate King. All right, and my website is Neville Clark N E V I L L E C L A R K E dot Impact Realty Tampa dot com. You can search for any homes you want here in Tampa and the Tampa Bay areas. And don't forget, if you know somebody that's looking to buy a home in the Miami, Broward, Port St. Lucie, Palm Palm Beach areas, I'm also there serving those communities as well. All right? All right, all right, all right. No relegation. Let's celebrate life. Kick back and take five. And give thanks to the source that create life. To see a sunset or see a sunrise and see my son born with these same eyes. To see my son smile bright in every gray sky. He's growing so fast, that's why every day I give it 100. Now stop at 90. Praise the Almighty, the Father. 